0: My name is Alexander Blomquist, and you're listening to Cultural Capture, broadcasting at 104.1 FM KPPQ LP Ventura, streaming online on the MyTuner app and on CapsMedia.org. This episode of Cultural Capture, we're going to be going throughout a 1,200-year era of burning culture with many pros and cons. This was the Roman civilization. We're going to be talking about how daily life was back then, and I didn't really differ that much from how some of the places in Italy are. Not the bigger towns, like Rome now is more of a tourist location, so it's not a great showing of what the Italian culture is about. I'm just going to talk about Rome for this episode. Rome back in the ancient times was a megapolis, 3.5 million people as the biggest guess, and 500 thousand people as the lowest guess but that is still a lot of people that was the problem they had room for their big arenas and bathhouses, but they didn't have great planning for their city and housing because so many people so many more people wanted to live in rome than they expected so they had to make apartments called affluet which is where most of the people lived because there was no real housing So they had to just make these tall, towering buildings that were not well built that could easily fall over or be succumb to flood or fire because they didn't have enough room. So it's kind of like New York City. So people lived there because they thought that they had a better job opportunity, but really when they came, it was overcrowded and there wasn't enough work because there were so many people. So many of the people became homeless and couldn't even live in this, and couldn't even afford the rent to live in the efflue. So in the efflue, there was two types of places. You could go on the bottom floor with spacious multiple rooms and glazed windows. Or you can go on the higher floors, cramped one room, cold in the winter and hot in the summer, and no running water, along with there being no natural light, so you're just living by the candlelight. That's unfortunately what most of the, well, about half of the people in Rome had to go through. If you were really rich, you lived in villas outside of the city, and you'd come in for whenever you needed business, or was going for the games, or going to the bathhouse. So, talking about games... The games were actually... The buildings that the games were in, like the Colosseum, were the most preserved buildings of all of Rome. The ones that were for entertainment. So that's why you can go and you can see the Colosseum and see that it's not actually that damaged and it's actually a really good depiction of what the average Roman building looked like. So the most popular game was Chariot Races, which was... Basically, you get in an uncomfortable cart, and you get pulled at high speeds by horses trying to beat other people while also getting hit by other people, and sometimes there's bows and arrows involved. People really like this because they'd like to watch it, and they'd feel, like, scared for the people, but also, like, really energetic, and they'd have the adrenaline pumping through them. Other games was the gladiator fighting or wild animal hunts which were very brutal. A lot of people would think, if they looked from our age, that most of the things that the Romans did as games that they considered fun were very gruesome, and they were. But if you think about it, what would the Romans think if they came to our day and age and they saw all the, movie, the violent movies and video games that we have? I think they'd think about the same thing. And so, for the people in Rome, because not everyone loved the gruesome stuff, there was also theater. So, theater was usually comedies or tragedies, not really more serious works like what happened more in the 1600s or the 1400s, which came with all of the more serious plays. They owed a lot to Greek tragedies because that... The civilization happened before them and they'd take the screenplays and they'd make their own with the same kind of idea. Next, sometimes there'd be triumphs uh, for battles, there'd be processions, or there'd be naval battles. And those were not very common, but when they were, it would be a big party and everyone would be really high energy. And another thing that was a game to them, was public executions. Yeah, they had some pretty creative ways of executing their enemies because they'd set wild animals on them, they'd make them fight gladiators to the death, well-trained gladiators, or, even more, they'd make them fight each other to the death. And the Coliseum, sadly, more than 500,000 people died inside the Coliseum during the Roman times, and one million animals during the time as well. They had tons of animals just underneath the Colosseum, in the rooms, underneath, and then that's where they'd take the animals for their any of the games they needed them for. Another thing that they had were baths. So the average Roman person would work in the morning, they'd do their business, everything, and by noon, It was time to relax. So they'd bathe once or um, one to two times a week, the rich ones, and then, like, about three weeks for poor people. And all of these games the poor could also go to because the people, the authority agreed that the poor should also be able to have fun as well. And there was the baths, had health rooms, they had Um, places to go work out as a gym, and importantly, the name for the baths, they had three, usually three different kinds of baths that you could go to. You could go to the tepidarium for relaxation with kind of lukewarm water. They'd have the caldarium for the hot water, and the frigidarium for really cold water where you'd cool down from all of that. So the average Roman family the male had power over everything. They could even remove children that they didn't like. If it, had, if it was disfigured, or they didn't want a daughter, or if they just were having a bad day, they could just throw them out into the streets. And initially, women could not be seen out of the house. But by the end of the Republic, women could have jobs and go with her husband to places, going for dinner, or also she could go to the baths after the men were finished. And all, an important lesson that I think to learn about this, all of this, is that life depended on status. And this may be the reason for this empire's untimely fall. My name is Alexander Blomquist, and this is Cultural Capture, broadcasting at 104.1 FM, KPPQLP Ventura. See you next time. Wale! Which means goodbye.